With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in to the Doug Gottlieb Show, an extended version on this President's Day. If you're used to hearing straight out of Vegas with R.J. Bell, well, you've got Mike Harmon and myself for the next hour or so. We are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you could do with your phone in a few minutes. Just call 1-888-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Mike, I am guilty as charged. I, uh, I, I think I owe an apology, but not as much of an apology uh, to some than others do. Because I, there was a story that has transpired over this NFL offseason that ended up maybe not being what we thought it was. And it centers around the New England Patriots. And it centers around new Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford. And when Stafford ended up being dealt by the Lions to the Rams, he was for a couple of first-round picks and Jared Goff all heading to Detroit. And there was a report 
wasn't anything straight from Stafford, which is, is changed. There was a report that Stafford had 31 teams on his uh, willing to go to trade list, but there was one team that he was not willing to go to. And that report at the time was the New England Patriots. And we, we connected the dots. And it seemed obvious that, okay, maybe it was because Matt Patricia's former head coach was back with the Patriots staff. And, and, and Mike, I, I, I apologize because I put two and two together as one of the reasons. And I think many of us did. But when that news came out, I felt that there was a big – I felt like we were, we were really missing something and we weren't treating Bill Belichick and the Patriots with the – with the respect that they deserve. And I would say that since Tom Brady won the Super Bowl a week and a day ago, the prob- probably the respect that the Patriots have has even lessened now that Brady is on top of the, the NFL world again. By saying all of that, and I know I'm being long-winded, we finally heard from Matthew Stafford in speaking with the Detroit Free Press. He talked about his relationship with Matt Patricia, saying, quote, Matt and I had a good relationship no matter what anybody asked to say. I could go into his office and talk to him. He could get me on the phone whenever he needed to. I think we both grew in that relationship. Stafford then went on to say, I have a lot of respect for him and who he is as a football coach and an unbelievable mind. End quote. That from Matthew Stafford. It, it, it's funny in how these narratives you know, end up blowing up out of uh, out of proportion and it seems like here is another scenario where Matthew Stafford says hold up it wasn't all Matt you know Matt Patricia and I are fine there were a lot of other teams to go to and I just feel like that conversation when it was with Matthew Stafford and where he wanted to go was such a shot at New England and such a shot at Matt Patricia and really a shot at Bill Belichick that ends up not even being true at all. No, and that's always the beauty, beautiful thing of it. We talked with Rick Buecher earlier in the show on everything NBA and, and talking of how when players, coaches, whomever, meet with the media, that you know there's always the messages they want to get out and things that are going to get run to. They have their favorite. We talked Ben Roethlisberger, right, Ed Bouchette. We know that they're, they have a relationship, which means some of it's going to be however the slant Ben's feeding. But likewise here, there's a lot of people that, well, just flat out don't like the new New England Patriots in Detroit. There are a lot of reporters who don't like Matt Patricia. Uh, and so when you also go down to when we're doing math, uh, for some, it's been a minute. Uh, for me, I'm immersed with my daughters. You, you know, you're trying to find the lowest common denominator. And Matt Patricia working for New England became an easy one because, well, New England wasn't on the list. Well, we didn't have a complete look at what the 32 teams were. We just knew New England was there. Yeah. Well, and then that becomes a Stafford clearing it up, I guess, to some degree. Quote, what's accurate is, and this is an incredible thing, I asked them, Lions, to go to a team that was ready to win a championship. And, you know, there were a few teams on that list, and there were a few teams that were not on that list. Well, I would say right now we'd all look at New England saying, barring some miracle of overhauling a roster, they're not ready to compete. Will they be better? I thought they were better this year than you could have expected on paper. Sure. With what they were bringing back and the fact that Cam Newton couldn't do a full rotation of his shoulder to throw a football, that they actually performed quite well. Eight members of your defense opt out. We can keep going on down the line. But it's it's a great example of, all right, there's, there's, more, there's always more to the story. And while we know that, you're trying to find common elements. And that's where the Patricia thing, you know, was, was a pretty easy 
thing to, yeah. to leap upon. For others, it was, oh, well, the, the Patriots are dead, so you can't go there. It's like, hold on now. You know, the, any, anybody that goes and takes Tom Brady's victory uh, in Super Bowl 55 and immediately tries to diminish anything Bill Belichick has done as a coach should just give up writing and talking about football, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of elements that go into winning in a given season. And Belichick and the Patriots, for their entire the entirety of the, the existence together, have been, we get off a year earlier rather than a year later. Should they have made an exception for Brady? Well, it would seem so. But they stayed true to where they were with their history. And, you know, whether it was looking for more input on personnel or whatever the the fracture uh, is, and that that's just hot sports talk radio terminology there, uh, they, they didn't make it work, and he moved on. So burying the organization is silly, but also, you know, for you and I and, and those, we're also just trying to make connections based on the information is hand because the show is as they say dan today yeah and, and we're so like we've so moved so far past the patriots beating the rams 13 to 3 in a super bowl which was by the way just two years ago where their defense right. carried them and won that super bowl it's like we talk about the patriots success as being just this long gone thing and you know brady has moved on but when you look at what their most recent super bowl victory was it was due to their defense in that specific game and you lose you lose sight of that and listen to to think and and this is why I say shame on me and and not even shame on the report came out that said that he had blocked a re, you know a trade request to one team because that is completely inaccurate and it's it's shame on me for not realizing and just like you know thinking about it and saying all right would Matthew Stafford really want to go and take a you know take a trade to the New England Patriots would he really want to go and you know take a trade to the Carolina Panthers. Would he really want to go and take a trade, you know, to a team uh, like the, the Denver Broncos? Probably not. You know, like, and and you re- you know you read the quote there. It was ready to win a championship. So there were a there were a bunch of teams that were not on that list. Sure. But the the headlines and and what you wanted to grab, you know, brought the Matt Patricia, brought the the Bill Belichick stuff, and that's the stuff that just, I mean, man, like. It, it so reminds me of actual divorce in real life where you have to pick both sides or you have to pick one of the sides. You can't pick both sides. It's very difficult to pick one side. And Tom Brady seems to be like the one who's just come out like, you know, gangbusters and Bill Belichick's left with nothing. And he's the one that is, is hurting the divorce and, and, and doesn't have anything. Well, it's his fault. Like, that's not the way that it necessarily works. Like, Give give the Patriots and give Bill Belichick a break, even if things are going so great for Tom Brady. Like it's it's just it's it's crazy to me and think to think of how the the words New England Patriots have soured in the ears and minds of so many. Well, and I, but I think a lot of it, Dan, just goes back to twenty years of, for lack of a better term, hate watching. Because how many how many people in our business? have an irrational hatred of all things Belichick, Patriots, and up until this past month, maybe, Tom Brady. They may still have it with Tom Brady. But there, there's the poison pen is always at the ready 
and ready to believe the worst rumor conjecture of of everybody not getting along and hatred of the guy in the locker next year. I mean, all those you know exposes that came out and talking about things in the Patriot locker room was was any of that fact? Or did you find yeah, the one guy that was mad because he got let go before a Super Bowl sure. run, where he probably could have made a couple hundred thousand dollars in playoff shares, plus yeah. a ring that he could hock down the line if he needed money? I mean, you, you've got all of those that that have to be factored in. But as we know, the hot take sometimes rules the day. And when, when it came to the Patriots, everybody was ready to believe the worst. I mean, to me – and people hate me for it, and I get every time I mention it. It's like Deflategate was one of the biggest pieces of nonsense in NFL history. <laughs> you want to talk about other things, cool. But, you know, pressure of a football one way or the other, I mean, every quarterback raised their hand, <laughs> like, without mm-hmm. even hiding in shadows. You know, the usual, uh, hey, pray, you know, we put him in uh, – in, in, in darkness to protect his and transformed his voice. Nope. They all raised their hand. Nope. I like it an extra two pounds heavier. I got big hands or this, you know, I needed it smaller. I needed it, you know, this way. And, and this is how they treated the balls. If they didn't want the pl- the players messing with that, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have uh, allowed the quarterbacks to do it. And, and dare I ask how many of you have read through any game report and ever seen official PSIs from any point in the game? I rest mm. my case, but we, we, I, we go through and it just becomes, you know, capital, you know, let's have some Senate hearings on stuff while we're at it. Uh, so I, I think folks were ready for them to have an off season. And as soon as they did, they pounced. I, I, I got sick of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl because like, I just got sick sure. of seeing their end zones, you know, all the same time and the same look. <laughs> right? Like, can we get something different? Maybe maybe we're going to have to deal that with the Kansas City Chiefs. Who knows? But, like, that's that's where, like, it got old, you know, for me. I'm just like, all right, same old thing. And it got old for so many. But now that it's not there anymore, I think that there's, like, an appreciation. It reminds me of, I, you know, I was never a Kobe fan. And, and on his final night, when he goes out and scores 60, like – yeah, I was cheering for Kobe. You're like, like the days of you know, like the championship run was over, so you have some appreciation for it. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe in some day that'll come. Maybe because of of Brady's success, it hasn't you know come right now because of you know Bill Belichick. And not to say that Bill Belichick and the Patriots didn't make their own mistakes in in guessing personnel or judging how things mm-hmm. were going because they did. But the fact of the matter is, there's going to be at some point where we have to appreciate it. And I'm not even asking for that right now. I'm just saying, don't rain on the entire parade just because of something that transpired over nine months and didn't go a certain way because that track record in New England is much, much longer. That's my issue with all of it. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cash back match only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Who's going to challenge the Dodgers in the National League and in all of baseball, for that matter? That question answered next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... 
Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Fox Sports Radio, extended version of the Doug Gottlieb Show today. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. 
It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Catchers and pitchers reporting this week in Major League Baseball. It's time to head to the Diamond. We do so with our MLB reporter for Fox Sports Radio. You can also see him on the MLB Network. John Morosi joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. It's been a little while, John, so happy New Year to you. How are things with you? We're doing well. Uh, it's been nice and cold here in the great state of Michigan. I don't think we've seen a, a temperature that starts with a three in about uh, two weeks. So the, the ice has been nice and thick for the pond hockey. And uh, I wish you both, as fellow Midwesterners, a happy Punchki Day Eve. Of course, uh, it is fat Tuesday everywhere else. <laughs> but in the great states of Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan, it is Punchki Day. Yes, the Punchkis have been ordered tomorrow morning. I will drive out in the blizzard to retrieve them no matter what. There, there's definitely been a dash in front of the three, I'm sure, with some wind chills. Uh, yes. But we'll, 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 think of, we'll think of brighter times and warmer times and look ahead to this Major League Baseball season. So Justin Turner's now back with the Dodgers. We know that Trevor Bauer signed with the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the defending champion. I, I, I mean, is this thing over before it even began? I mean, what, what type of Dodger team are we looking at, and, and, and where are they going to find resistance in this 2020? 21 season? Well, it's a great question, Dan, and certainly they're the defending champs. They have the best roster, 1 through 26. Let's remember, of course, the 26-man roster now in MLB. They have the best roster, but their margin for error is very slim because uh, the second-best team in baseball, in my view, is in their division in the San Diego Padres. And in fact, if you were to rank the top five or six teams in the game, you might have uh, all but one coming from the National League. I I think the NL is just simply better at the top right now. And and I I would actually say this, even with Bauer, even with Turner, I might feel most confident about my team's chances of making the playoffs if I'm a fan of the St. Louis Cardinals than if I'm a fan of the L.A. Dodgers. Because, uh, yeah, the Cardinals have some concerns with respect to their pitching, but they get Arenado, they re-sign Wainwright, they re-sign Molina, and the rest of their division is is kind of spinning their tires right now, like they're in a Wisconsin blizzard, Dan. So I, I think that right now, uh, from, from my perspective, the, the Dodgers, yes, they're the favorites, but I don't think that they're, they're favorites above 50%, if you will, versus the field. I still think if you're going to say on this day, the 15th of February, you get a chance to pick Dodgers versus the field, I'm still taking the field. I don't think the Dodgers go above 50% right now. Uh, there's, there's too many quality teams out there in the NL. And the NL East probably is the best division top to bottom in all of baseball. JP, the people in Los Angeles will hate me. Number one, uh, I have to say, nice use uh, of the Punchki reference uh, out here Bob in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, they are very difficult to find here in Los Angeles. I don't know <laughs> that you would ever believe that, uh, but but it is. And I'm not saying because everybody's health crazed. I just can't find a good one. Uh, I'll have to sell, you know, settle for some neighborhood um, knockoff. Well, I'll, I'll that, find you a good Polish bakery in LA. I, I have some contacts in the Polish American. I like that community I, I will find one for you my guy see that that's jp gives us the goods on baseball also uh giving us the goods on baked goods all right to that end jp uh trevor bauer how much do we make of his tremendous 2020 
Obviously, bubble, you know, shortened season, COVID-shortened season for uh, doing some bum slang. See, I, I have to duck because people in L.A. are throwing things at me now. Uh, <laughs> is, is he the windfall well, that it's been projected to be, I guess, is, is what I'd like to ask. He is, for me, Mike, uh, Trevor Bauer is someone who is never satisfied with his with his performances, he's always looking at what the, the trend now is pitch design, pitch engineering. I mean, he, he loves his craft. I think from that standpoint, while certainly he has had some difficult relationships within the clubhouses of teams he's been on in the past, most, most notably when he was with, with the Cleveland Indians, but he is someone who, when he's in the company of winning and people who care deeply about their craft, like Kershaw does, like Bueller does, like David Price does, I think actually he will be a very good fit for the Dodgers because their culture is so strong that, that when your team is that good top to bottom, when your identity is that firm, um, one player who, who kind of maybe is outside the norm a little and how he approaches uh, his business doesn't change the overall mixture because the pitching staff is still Clayton Kershaw's staff and Bueller's staff. The, the lineup is still, in many ways, Turner and Mookie Betts' lineup. This is a very well-defined team, and in many ways, I think they were ideally suited to take on somebody who does have a, a little bit of an iconoclastic view of pitching, but that's okay. He's really good. He's the reigning Cy Young Award winner. You think about this staff, guys. It is amazing. They have four guys who have been all-stars in recent seasons, and the fifth guy, Julio Urias, was the Dodgers' best pitcher in October last year and through the last pitch of the World Series. So they are are the favorites to, to the earlier question the Padres are really good too but I, I don't see a better roster right now one through 26 than the Dodgers and and for the Dodgers to sign Bauer away when it looked like he was on the verge of going to the Mets not only does that frustrate our friend Jason Smith but it also uh, <laughs> puts uh, the Dodgers into a potential swing acquisition there if they meet in the NLCS the Dodgers have Bauer and the Mets do not John Morosi joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Find him on Twitter at John Morosi. I was going to go to New York, but I was not going to Queens. I was going to go. I was going to go to the Bronx and kind of use not to use the Dodgers as the the example, but we always call the Yankees the evil empire. Now the Dodgers are spending a lot of money, and and, and to their credit, doing it I guess rightly so, and how how they've done it. But where to review the Yankees right now? You mentioned uh, National League heavy Rays lose Blake Snell because he's now in, in in San Diego but what about a Yankee season uh coming up this year with uh you know we know the names Aaron Judge, Gleyber Torres uh, how are the Yankees looking in 2021 and is are, are they a threat to take down a, maybe a Dodger team or one of those teams at the end well it's a great question I I think right now one through 26 my favorite team in the AL, and I'm not just saying it because I'm talking to Mike as well. I knew it. The I, knew it. I, I, yeah, think I knew it. I think yeah. they're the most entertaining team. If I had to pick right now, they're my pick to win the AL. So I think with the Yankees, Dan, I'm a little worried about the amount of trust that they're placing in two guys, in Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyon, who have had significant injuries in recent years. Uh, you even have someone like Jordan Montgomery, who has also missed time. Domingo Herman, really a wild card coming back. I just don't know enough about their rotation 
to be able to say that I, I think they're even going to win the division. I think they, they probably are still the favorites there, but I'm, I'm not really saying that with a lot of conviction. I just, there's, there's, too much, uh, there's too much that I don't know about this particular group of what Kluber has, what Tyon has. I, and I think similarly with the lineup, yeah, you've got LeMahieu and Voigt who were legitimate MVP candidates last year, but then you're hoping on guys who have had some injuries as well. Judge, Stanton, um, is Clint Frazier finally ready to step forward? Uh, what is Gary Sanchez behind the plate? There, there's just so many questions right now. I, I'm, I'm not quite ready to say the Blue Jays are, are going to finish ahead of them, and I still have some worries about the way the Rays are, are really going to try to make up for the absences of, of, of Blake Snell and Charlie Morton. So I, they, they may still win the division, but you can hear the, the lack of conviction in my voice about how good they are. I, I think that it, it would not surprise me at all if the eventual AL champ comes out of either the Central or the West. And, and i got to say it, Mike, I, I, right now I'm feeling the White Sox. It's going to be interesting to see how La Russa handles being back in the dugout after 10 years away. But I, I think right now the White Sox have the most talent. Bring back Kopech, see what he's ready to do after opting out of the 2020 season. Uh, a lot of questions, a lot of personalities, though, so they'll be fun for baseball, and maybe we'll have another surge of merchandise where they become popular again uh, like they did all those years ago uh, when Snoop started running around with the Black That was the early 90s. Light. That was back White Sox, Raiders. They were all, that was all the yeah. big merchandise back in the early 90s. L.A. Kings is good stuff. Yeah, no, they the classic colors, and they, they still sell very well. Uh, let me go to the other town side of town there in Chicago, though. Uh, Chris Bryant, is he a Cub to start the season, or is that a, a deadline deal in the offing? You know, great question, too. I, I think that Bryant begins the year with the Cubs. Uh, I, I, I would be surprised if there was a trade in the next week. Um, but to your point about where the Cubs are, you know, Javier Baez, a free agent after the season is over as well. Wilson Contreras is, is moving a little bit closer to free agency as well. This is a team that right now they're not as good as the Cardinals. And if they get off to a slow start, this is a team that still has some residue of uh, having been a big spender in the past. And I think the Cubs, to me, are a perfect case study of where we're at in, in, in baseball in 2021, not knowing what regular season attendance is going to look like in all markets. And, and I, I have this vision in my mind where if the Cubs are, are 10 games under 500 in June and, and the ballpark is still empty or next to empty, what does Tom Ricketts do? Do they say, listen, we're just going to have to trade the guys. I, I'm, I'm tired of making payroll in the 1st and 15th without any fans in the stands and any chance to win. Do you then see guys like Bryant and Baez traded? Maybe even someone like a Kyle Hendricks. It would be a surprise, but we have to acknowledge the possibility. Their farm system, Mike, is just not that good right now, mm -hmm. and they have to do a lot of work to rebuild it, and the quickest way to do it is to trade your, your veteran talent. But when you're in the last year of your deal, there just is not that amount of, of market value out there for someone like a Brian or Baez unless they're off to a tremendous start individually while the team struggles. So the Cubs really have a lot of things to think about. I, I think they're, they're stuck right now. They're one of those teams that I'm, I'm really interested to see how they play out this year, but I'm, I'm not terribly optimistic about their chances to make the playoffs in 2021. Uh, last one for me is John Morosi joins me, Dan Byer, and Mike Harmon today here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Clayton Kershaw spoke with the L.A. Times, and not to make this another Dodger thing, but he spoke about uh, comp- competition. Mm-hmm. And and it, did he have a point in saying, you know, there are teams that should be able, should be competing, should be spending the money, and, and they're not? Is that a problem in baseball? And was Clayton Kershaw right on his point? Well, it, it's a problem. There's no question about it. It's a problem and from a standpoint of you look around the game, and, and the big-picture point to make is, you need your local team to be engaged and relevant. That, that word relevancy matters a bunch. It matters locally. It matters that baseball is a, is a big topic on a national show like the one you guys are hosting right now. Like Baseball needs to get into the national sports conversation, and you do that when your team is good, and that's the gateway to you following the sport at a national level. I, I think your, your fans are most engaged with baseball broadly when they have hope in their local team and baseball still at its core is a local regional sport and that's okay that's okay as long as that local regional team is dialing you in it's hard right now to be a rockies fan it's hard right now if you're a rangers fan new ballpark and 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 they weren't able to spend because they got they had no revenue basically this past year this is not the fault of these teams necessarily in every case but you do want to see, I think, the, the game get back to a stronger place economically to then win some of those debates about where baseball is in the American sports conversation. And the two of you are better judges of that than I am. We need to find a, a time where Mike Trout, where Nolan Arenado, Francisco Lindor, are people whose careers are debated all the time on your show. That matters. That matters to us. And so I, I think Clayton makes a great point. He's a very thoughtful guy. And, and I think that we have to do the best that we can as people who love baseball to make sure the sport is still present in mind for families and for young kids and that we have more stars like when we were younger and everybody wanted to be Griffey, we've got to find those types of stars who are accessible now to young people no matter where they live. Yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. seems to be yes. a really, really good start for that. I lied. I do have one more for you. I'm sure. sorry. Never got this off. Here's and, and Mike and you know have his input as well. The whole deadening of the baseball conversation. Mm-hmm. I know it's a little over a week old, but it, 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 am I right, John, in saying that this isn't to limit home runs? It's maybe to uh, expand the thinking of other teams that it's home run or bust. Is that fair? It is fair, and I, I think that it's to your point. It's not that MLB is hoping that that the the end goal of this is to reduce the amount of balls that go over the fence full stop. That's not the idea here. The idea is, to your point, to change a little bit of the calculus, whether it's shifting, whether it's pitch-taking, the, the, the pace of games, as we've talked about before, has to change, has to become a little, a little quicker, or maybe a lot quicker, depending on your perspective. And I think that the commissioner's office is trying to get at almost everything that they can do, Dan and Mike, to, to create what they see as positive incentives to make the game look like they want it to look from a standpoint of marketing the sport. Because if, if these minor tweaks, and this is, more than, this is more than a minor tweak, I should make clear of that, but the notion of the three-batter minimum, the intentional, the no-pitch intentional walk, those are minor things that change a few seconds here and there. It's my view, and I would, I'll throw it back to you guys on this and see what you think. As radical as this sounds, if this does not have the, the desired effect, you should do two things, probably at the same time. Number one, 
ban the shift, make sure that, that to have it be a, a legal defense. You have to have, you know, you can have someone who has basically their foot behind second base, but that's as far over as you can get. We're not going to have guys flipping sides of the field at one strike and two strike counts. That's one thing. The other thing is start every batter with a one and one count. Boom. I want action when the batter's in the, in the batter's box. I don't want to see him take three or four pitches. I want action. And, and that, to me, would change the rhythm of the sport and make it more like my favorite team to watch play in recent years, the 2015 Royals. They played as if every count was one-on-one because there was always action. That was the team that I think typifies baseball at its best. We need to get back to that. And if teams can't evolve there on their own, then it's up to the league and the union, the players' union, to force them to do that. Uh, hey, uh, if softball, slow-pitch softball can say you can only have five home runs a game and use them the best you can, I'm all for anything outside the box. Nice. Like, 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 that's, like, that's all it takes. Like, you know, and I, and I, you know, I use beer league softball as an example, but, you know, guys just, you know, it's home run derby at times. So they're like, all right, we got to, you know, we can't do this all the time. Right. You know, any home, like, you, you have to adjust something. And that's the part about it. It's, it's not the home runs because the home runs actually do bring us to the ballpark. To me, it's the strikeouts. Yeah. And, and it's the it's the it's the all or nothing sort of thing. So to your point, if the if you ban the shift, I'm I'm all for it. If you can do it in beer league softball, you should be able to do it in major league baseball. That's, that's, that's why all D eight should be in too, Dan. <laughs> Pitchers don't want to do it. I don't want to see it, JP. What to say you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the DH. See, I'm actually a. I am a fan of the universal DH. It just be because of the way the, the the sport is structured right now. I think it helps the union. It protects from an injury standpoint. There's some health considerations there. But do I love the old school rules in the NL? Yes, I do. I'll miss them when when they're gone. Whenever they're gone. But I think that for some different reasons of progress and health maintenance, especially in in COVID times, I do think the DH actually is a wise strategy and we'll see if they announce it an hour before the season starts uh like they did with the expanded playoffs in, in 2020 john we appreciate the time can't wait to talk baseball again in october we'll do it no i'm kidding i'm totally <laughs> kidding totally see, kidding exactly to my point my friends I, I wish you all as they would say in, in chicago punchki day. happy punchki day uh the, it was a great pleasure to speak to you as always and uh david zenia as they say uh, in, in chicago oh uh, kidding john thank you so much good to it's talk to pleasure, you as guys. well thank be you well guys. Uh, John Morosi, yeah, he is uh, MLB reporter for Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, you can see him on the MLB Network. Get him on Twitter at John Morosi. We went long, but uh, it's good, especially with uh, pitchers and catchers reporting this week. Coming up next, we'll put a bow on this bad boy. And what do the Lakers really need to do with Anthony Davis? That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's Mike Harmon. 
I'm Dan Byer. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. It's been fun hanging out. We've been doing this a while, Mike, so much so that uh, we started the show not knowing what the status of Anthony Davis is. We end the show knowing the status. Lakers, in fact, sending this uh, out to uh, members of the media a little over an hour ago. Lakers forward Anthony Davis underwent an MRI today. The result showed no rupture of the right Achilles tendon. Davis will miss tomorrow's game versus Minnesota and will be further evaluated by team doctors upon his return to Los Angeles. Now, Woj tweeted, likely to be re-evaluated in two to three weeks. That was not the uh, timetable that the Lakers put out in the release. Doesn't mean it isn't the timetable. But the point being is the Lakers aren't going to have Anthony Davis for the near future. And it's a point that we started the show with of Maybe they shouldn't have him for a longer period of time uh, than that, <laughs> considering how this in, this uh, NBA season is is playing out so far. Just seems to me that you got to always pause, and we do this in in our relationship. If you're in school, if you're starting a job, starting your career, at some point you pause. And you say, "All right, what are my goals here?" And I'm not talking that you have to write down your five-year plan, but for the Lakers, it's the five-month plan. What do we plan on doing at the end of five months? Oh, yeah, we plan on having our own river cruise where we're throwing the trophies back and forth to one another. Yes? Okay, how do we best get there? And to me, that means you buy an extra large roll of bubble wrap and you put Anthony Davis in it. That's really what it comes down to, Dan, is you, you, you can't yeah. lose, you know, feel like, hey, I got to go for the number one seed. Because really, what does it mean? 1,800 people get to come into Staples eventually? Because that's all it's going to be, right? If we get to that, we're talking 10, maybe 20%. You're your highest uh, cash contributors and everything to season tickets. Other than that, there's no incentive to try to push for that. Be healthy and give yourself your best shot. Isn't that what all this LeBron James experiment is here in Los Angeles at this point? Chasing the rings and seeing how many you can add up before he's done? You know, and we had Rick Buecher on earlier in the show and talking about Anthony Davis and talking about AD. Uh, Rick said that the injury last night to Denver, while he was not not poo-pooing it by any means, he was saying that it's typical, it seems to be so typical Anthony Davis of a guy who appears to be severely injured. I mean, his, his steps were about like six inches each as he was walking yeah. in into the locker room. And then you find out that it's just swelling. The Lakers say that there is no tear. But what it is what, what is also unique with uh, Anthony Davis is just the simple fact, Mike, of it's a guy who, while he's been there a decent amount of time, has always had a bit of that injury bug to him. And sure. so even like the run last year of, of through the playoffs and them win, winning an NBA title – uh, maybe not as much of of the norm as what really is, and and when you when, when you were looking to acquire Anthony Davis, honestly, this was always this was always something that was kind of there. Like it, it's a no brainer that you would want Anthony Davis on your team, but if you were trying to look at maybe drawbacks or things that could be red flags, maybe you're looking at a bit of the of uh, of injury history or, or trying to play through those things. And so now it's popped up, so now you have to deal with it like the in the safest way possible you you don't even have to get in the one through eight anymore in the west you can get one through ten and figure out your way to the playoffs not saying that the lakers are going to fall all the way to the 10th but yeah to your point 
Put them in bubble wrap. Don't even worry about the month of March in my mind. Wait until April. Wait until May if you have to, and and, and just and just go from there. It's a it's a unique NBA season. Again, like last year's was unique. So you've got to figure out different ways to do it. And there's just no point in risking it. None whatsoever. Well, that's just yeah. It's it's all about adaptation. And yes, you're looking and and you're reading the headlines. You know, Giannis talking and calling the Jazz the best team in the West. How great was that? And they would make made for a weird, weird week, right? Your guys, Giannis with the Bucks and Russell Wilson, two guys that don't say anything. All of a sudden, it's flamethrowers <laughs> coming out of them this week. Hey, hey, Draymond proclaimed that the Nets were the best team in the East on Saturday night. We'll have to we'll have to see if we're going to get a Brooklyn, Utah. Maybe we end up getting you know Brooklyn there. We'll have to see how much the Jazz. The funny thing, the funny thing about the Jazz as well, Mike is is. Y- it's not that you don't want to talk. Uh, you don't want to talk about them. It's not the case. It's just that we there's so many NBA storylines that are driven by LeBron, driven by the Lakers, driven by Durant and Harden and Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets. That sometimes you let things slide. But I almost felt like a week ago we needed to talk about the Utah Jazz because our time was going to run out talking about them when they were sure. like on their 10 game win streak. And that has not been the case. They just continue <laughs> to win to your point. It's just, it's, it's, it's kept on going and going and going. So people are going to have to uh, freshen up on their Utah jazz talk because it is not going away seemingly this season. Not well, and the happen. hot take nonsense of uh, Shaquille O'Neal when he was interviewing, <laughs> interviewing yeah, Donovan I, Mitchell. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's that may have actually provided some fuel, whether whether Donovan Mitchell wants to admit it or not. And I know Shaq got a lot of flack with that, but that actually may have may have added some of the fuel to this run. But again, just like we warn any team that's hot in the regular season, let's see it in May. Let's see it in May when the NBA playoffs start. By the way, reports out of the NBA saying that we could get the second half of the schedule uh, maybe sometime this week. And uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see how that ends up playing out uh, for the NBA season. Mike, it's been fun. This is this has been a, a great way to spend President's Day. We will uh, we will have to do it again soon. No question about it. I'm going to go and fabricate some new end zones to keep you engaged for the next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big thanks to Ralph Irvin at the news desk holding it down all show. Lee Delap, our executive producer, and Iowa Sam, our technical producer, who ran the board in our Iowa football trivia game. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you again soon on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.